0: You've already heard from Emma Parsons from Fonterra about last night's good global dairy trade auction. Let's get the views of our second Emma on the country today. Her name is Emma Higgins, Ag Analyst, Senior Ag Analyst from Rabobank. And I guess your answers, Emma, will be similar to the earlier Emma. Uh, Not enough to move the needle perhaps for this season, but it bodes well for the start of next season. Good afternoon. Hi, Jamie. That's
1: right. Uh, Look, I think it is great to see what is really the second reasonable jump in the GDT prices since February this year uh, where everything but AMS lifted which does really provide I think a breath of relief from for many farmers for the current season's pricing uh, and certainly does underpin perhaps more of a cautious optimism view for new season's milk pricing, for sure.
0: Well, at one stage, the futures market for next season twenty three twenty four was sitting at about or just above seven dollars fifty, disastrous levels or prospects, if you want, for dairy farmers. I understand it's now sitting overnight at about eight dollars forty. So we need improvement on that, but we'll take that over seven fifty.
1: I think anything perhaps with an $8 mark in front of it or or an eight sitting in front of the new season's milk price would be good for New Zealand farmers on the broad assumption that cost structures are likely to be lower uh, for the new season compared to the one that we're just finishing up now. So if we did see a a milk price with an eight in front of it, I I think that things would likely be profitable for many farmers, albeit uh, obviously smaller margins than a couple of seasons ago. Uh, what we do really need to see from here, though, is to see that demand tension really come through, which is largely set from our Chinese buyers. Right, they continue to be our, our main key market, so they are our main watch. And higher prices from here on and really do demand uh, do depend, sorry, on that demand tension, which is is really set by China. Obviously, there's a lot to watch there, and I know that you've spoken to some of my colleagues around more of those uh, sliding tectonic plates of geopolitics, rumbling in the background. Uh, But obviously, you know, the good news is that overnight we did see stronger pricing, which comes from generally broad-based demand, led by China or North Asia, but then also supported by other regions as well, such as the Middle East and Africa.
0: While I've got you on the blower Emma Higgins let's talk about red meat as well because that's under your watch at Rabobank as well we were talking to John McAvinney yesterday he'd had a very good uh, calf sale the calf wiener calf prices are holding up very nicely the demand for beef animals seems to be quite good does that bode well for the beef market?
1: Yeah, I think it does in the the here and the now. Uh, If we take a step back, what we're seeing broadly is that beef prices tend or have been supported by fairly solid Chinese and US demand. Uh, And that is really good news considering that China does seem to have some high inventory levels at this point in time. So that continued strength is good. Um, If I can just wear my note of of caution hat and pop that on for a second though, we we could perhaps see some price something in the coming months. Just are on the back of those high inventories that I just mentioned, in addition to the recovering food service sector, and then also weaker local beef prices as well within China too. Um, but that being said, the broader trends that we're seeing around consumption, uh, and that the. the uh, Over in China, we're seeing uh, less consumption for pork and more increase around the beef side of things. That broadly is great news for New Zealand farmers.
0: And a final note on lamb, prospects for the coming season.
1: Yeah, again, that really is very much a a China story, right? So we do need to see continued demand from China to underpin what has been okay prices so far. Um, And look, a lot will really depend on the second half of this year. So um, ultimately we're, we're waiting to see what will happen as China goes into uh, their highest consumption months. Um, and so much will really depend, once again, on our key export market China.
0: And I guess, Emma, it just sums up how important China is to us. There's no getting around it, really.
1: No, there is no getting around it, Jamie. That's that's the reality, right? We are an export nation, and most of our products do uh, does get shipped across into uh, one particular area, which is China. Whether it's sheep meat, whether it's beef, whether it's dairy, or, or even forestry products as well. Uh, there's no getting around it. So yeah, obviously we'll we'll keep you up to date as much as we can.
0: Emma Higgins from Rabobank. Always appreciate your time on the country.
1: Thanks, Jamie.